0: Welcome back. Welcome to another edition of First Team College Football and NFL Draft Podcast. Ryan Roberts here, Director of Recruiting at IrishBreakdown.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Rise and Draft. I know we are deep now into summer scouting with July uh, right around the corner here, actually starting tomorrow. So I wanted to give you all a little bit of extra content. We're going to call this new segment Ryan's Notebook. And what we're going to kind of do each and every week is, so I'm going to work through just a few scouting notes that I've had over the last week. Some players I've watched, some thoughts I've had, maybe some takes, some hot takes. I, I guess if, if some of these things are a little bit hot, I have one here that I think is a little bit hot as far as kind of what the overall perception is of the 2024 NFL Draft class. So want to get into a few topics here. Before we do, if you could just hit that like button, subscribe to the podcast, notification bell, all that great stuff if you're listening to us on your favorite podcast platform Five-star reviews are always very much appreciated. And make sure that you're following the podcast. I want to talk about some Illinois defensive linemen because I feel like, and this is more from a national perspective right now, that the guy that's getting talked about the most is Jerzon Newton, who is All-American last season for the University of Illinois. We haven't his verified. Just got the Blastow Report back, so working on getting NFS national list. Listen, at six foot one and three eighths, three hundred pounds. He's kind of their twitched up one gapping three technique who creates a lot of havoc, obviously on the interior. It, it, Illinois actually plays a little bit of a, a lot of three man front stuff, so they they're kind of a three four hybrid front team. So Jerzon Newton, they also call him Johnny. He is looked upon as this penetration-style interior defensive lineman. So he gets a lot of the conversation. And He had a really good season last year. I mentioned he plays with really good natural leverage. He's really, I would call him slippery as a pass rusher. There's a lot of Jarrell Casey in his game, in my opinion, the former USC grade who obviously was a very, very good football player for the Tennessee Titans as well, a Pro Bowl interior defensive lineman. So there's a lot to like about Jerzon Johnny Newton. But I'm here to tell you all, I think you're short sighting the rest of this Illinois defensive line. One guy in particular, and there's another sleeper to watch as well. But I think that Keith Randolph, who is defensive tackle, six foot three, seven right around six foot four, listed well, listed at 305 pounds, came back on the blister report at 297 pounds. So he's a good sized kid plays a lot bigger than that list frame. I, w- I If you told me he was 3'10", 3'15", I would have believed you with how his body is just kind of formatted. This kid wears number 88. It's actually really, really aesthetically pleasing, by the way, to see Johnny Newton, Juzon Newton wear number four, and then the other defensive tackle in the interiors wear number 88. So I think Keith Randolph is one of the most underrated players in 2024 NFL draft class right now. In my opinion, and here's where the hot take comes, I guess, I actually think that Keith Randolph might be a better overall player than Jerzon Newt. Now, Jerzon, if you just want a guy that's strictly a three technique penetration style, that might be your guy, right? The guy that you value more heavily. But Keith Randolph, despite playing a spot in this defense, he plays a lot of four, plays some five at times, four I, I mean, he could do a little bit of everything. Does a lot of the dirty work. He's more of a Work the point of attack. There's a lot of Akeem Hicks, in my opinion, in what Kendall, um, what Kendall Randolph. Kendall Randolph was an offensive lineman for, for Alabama a couple years. And Keith Randolph Jr., what he can do at the point of attack. He is incredibly physical, incredibly dense, hard in the move, good length for the position. But I also think he's a really coordinated and good athlete. I think that they're in. if Jerza Newton was not on this team, I could see a world where Keith Randolph is the guy that they say – Take the shackles off. Let's let uh, you be an interior pass rusher and go after the quarterback. I could see that, but unfortunately, he's not asked to do that role. But I'm here to tell you all right now. I put a top 100 grade on him right now, preseason wise. I think this kid's going to be a day two player. When all is said and done, he only got fifth round grades from Blesso from some of the NFL sources, but. I believe with another year and uh, the type of season and upside I think he has, I think this kid's a day two player. I really do. I think second or third round is where you're talking about Keith Randolph. Also keep an eye, Seth Coleman, defensive end, number 49, listed at 6'5", 240 pounds. He's only a junior on the field. I actually think he's a fourth or fifth year junior. I can't remember quite off the top of my head. But long, explosive outside track kid who still is figuring out the nuance of the position needs to continue to grow his hands usage needs to continue to grow his ability to understand how to attack leverage and the plan overall. But my guy is long, he's loose and he's explosive. And anytime you have those three at defensive end, I'm going to value heavily. And he actually does a good job stacking at the point of attack and setting a firm edge He does some of the dirty work stuff too. So Seth Coleman, who's also asked to drop in the coverage a little bit in the 3-4 system for Illinois. Good football player, man. I think he has a chance to be a big riser in the class, but just kind of getting you all a little bit of an early eye on Seth. Every year I feel like we start to talk about the best small school sleepers, and there's a few offensive tackles that are on the radar early on, guys like Jalen Travis out of Princeton. There's a young man – um. There's a young man out of Missouri State it's on the on the radar right now. There's 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 a few here. I mean I mean just looking at this bluster report, there's several there's several there's several small school offensive tackles that you need to know in this class. I mean, even guys like South Dakota State's offensive line is very good. You know, Mason McCormick's an interior offensive lineman, but they they have guys all over the place. The starting left tackle is a, is a good football player. So there, there's a lot of interior, there's a lot of small school offensive linemen to know. But I'm here to tell you the best guy that I have seen so far, in my opinion, is Karan Amagaji, who is an offensive tackle out of Yale, starting left tackle, verified over six foot five, 314 pounds, very physically dense, physical, long and he's powerful, man. Really understands how to attack leverage and continue to regain and maintain leverage, which is absolutely fantastic. He's the best interior offensive lineman. I'm sorry. He's the best small school offensive lineman that I have watched so far in the 2024 class. So Karam Amagaji, offensive lineman out of Yale. Get eyes on him. Fifth round grades as of right now from the NFL. I think he has a very good chance of being either at the Senior Bowl or the East West Shrine. I think that he's going to be one of the higher drafted FCS players when all is said and done. A player that I'm not sure how I feel about yet. Watch some of Johnny Wilson off wide receiver out of Florida State, number 14, former Oregon transfer. Verified, six foot six and one ace, 237 pounds. This is a massive outside wide receiver. Like for being as big as he is, he is pretty twitched up, man. Like, he changes direction okay. He can get to his top gear pretty quickly. There's a lot to like about Johnny Wilson. And, of course, he has a catch point paralysis. Uh, he is a very intriguing football player. Averaged right around 20 yards of catch last year for Florida State in his breakout year after transferring over from Oregon with Jordan Travis as his quarterback. There's a, there's a lot to like about Johnny Wilson. But my hesitation, I've been burned on catch point wide receivers a little bit too much in my career. Akeem Butler is a name that still agonizes me. I was way too high on Akeem Butler. I had a second round grade on Akeem, and that was just a mistake. And I feel like you can get fooled by these catch point guys because what happens is they go to the NFL and guys get bigger, faster, stronger. And sometimes it doesn't translate. I think it could translate with Johnny Wilson, but I need to watch more. I'm not fully on board with Johnny, but I think that he's more than just a catch point guy. So intriguing guy Ask me later in the summer. I'll probably have a little bit more in-depth analysis and probably a little bit more of thorough one way or the other (laughs) on how I feel about Johnny. But for now, he's a very volatile player in this class. Last guy I want to talk about, Kalen King, cornerback out of Penn State. He's a guy that I had been watching all through last year. I just did kind of more of a deeper dive to four games for the 2022 season, including one that I had not seen at all. This kid's cornerback one. Just where I am. It's where I am. I've seen most of the big guys at this point at this. I am feeling good about Kalen King as a top 10 to 15 pick in the 2024 NFL draft plays a lot like Jair Alexander. I think at five, 190 pounds, he's twitchy enough and explosive enough to play outside. I think he can match vertically. I think he can play above the rim. But also, I think that he's a guy that can move inside and outs. If you need him to play inside nickel, I think he can. So, Kaelin King, cornerback one, Penn State. Hope you all enjoyed Ryan's Notebook here, first edition. I'll be back next week. Make sure to like, subscribe to the podcast, and we'll talk to you next week on the First Team College Football and Info Draft Show. Thank you all. Thank you for listening to Believe.